Real fast, I wanted to tell you about my new podcast, Upworthy Weekly. It's a lighthearted news podcast. It comes out on Saturdays, and I have forced my co-host, Todd Perry, to join me here to help me tell you about our new venture. Todd, why should they listen? Well, I mean, a lot of people, they think, oh, it's the Upworthy podcast. It's just going to be sunshine, and it's going to be unicorns. But you know what? It's really not that. Allison doesn't have the ability, she doesn't have it in her to actually be that person that I thought we were hiring when we did this show. But clearly, after just a couple episodes, the facade dropped, okay? I thought, you know, she's doing the Upworthy show, it's not going to be like, oh, neurotic, cynical, Allison, but no, she's there. So, you know, I try to counteract that with some of my good vibes. <laughs> um, and, uh, I would argue that if one person is coming off as a little bit cynical and unhinged right now, it's not me. It comes out every Saturday, wherever you get podcasts. Bye. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pencil pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hey everyone, hi, hello, welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I am sitting here in the pod cabin with my lovely husband, Daniel. Daniel, hello. Hi, I feel like a regular now. I know you are. I mean, like, you know, like I'm an official part of the show. Well, I have to admit, I have been having, before I admit anything... Don't admit anything. No. Wait, is this, so being, is this being recorded? They say never admit anything. They also say never put anything in writing. Mm. But then, they, so on the one I hand- I don't write anything. On the one hand, you don't even know how. On the one hand, they say never put anything in writing. Anything. On the other hand, they say always keep a paper trail. That's what they say. But it's like a paper trail of just paper. It's right. Like a, it's like a trail that you can follow on the ground. I- Not like, oh, you thought maybe it was like writing on the paper trail? You know about the time that I went to the party for um, the Batman Forever soundtrack premiere or something at the House of Blues, and I saw Val Kilmer leave a paper trail. And by that, I mean he had toilet paper on his shoe. Classic Val. Classic Val. <laughs> Did you know at that point that it was like, this is, this is it for Val's career? No, I didn't. I love him so much, you though. You can't but be a movie also, star with toilet paper on your heel. Did you know there is controversy around his brother, Mark Kramer, who okay so this is Kilmer? like a, mark kilmer <laughs> yes it makes so much more sense yes. than if his brother was mark okay. kramer go ahead judging from my voice you know i'm still not 100 percent. okay but you're down to party <laughs> dtp yes. his brother mark kilmer yes mark kilmer I, there was an article in pro publica pro publica sure pro, you know that pro publica uh-huh. yeah um about in a certain state, um, child protective services uh, ignored this. Oh, what happened? They, ig- I think they ignored evidence or calls about an abuse situation. And then I don't know what happened. I think something bad might have happened to the girl. I'm now talking out of my ass. This is the gist. This is a great story, it's though. It's the gist. Yeah. I used to do news. Yeah. <laughs> Not right now. Uh-huh. This is the gist, okay? Sure. So some someone, it was a dereliction of duty um, of a CH, not CHP, of a CPS person uh-huh. and then they're like actually, you know, they looked into the records of it and this guy tended to always leave the domestic allegedly leave the domestic abuser in the home and leave the family the CPS with the person. home yeah and it was mark kilmer oh. parentheses brother of actor val kilmer wow and i just thought well just show me a photo please i know um and i, th- I think lo- i saw one eventually and it didn't look like one that of my favorite things is when there's like a, a celebrity who's known for being very yes. attractive and they're just, yes. just wrecked brother or sister. I know. <laughs> and then you realize that like, oh, it really is 
like alchemy and magic that it totally. makes for attractiveness because you see their same features all wonkified. Do in the you other ever one. like? Have you ever seen someone where you see the parents and the parents are just a mess? They look like a mess. Mm. You know what I mean? They just, look a mess. Just the features are no, all. No, but you know, place. people are like, he looks a mess. <laughs> yeah, they you're look, acting a fool. Just fugly parents, mm. and then they'll have like a super hot kid, like you know, like they're. And you're like a model yeah. level kid, and you're just like, how do you? Ever, and and then you're like, how the f- yeah. fuck did that happen? I mean, I feel like it's happened to me. There's not a ton of examples I can think of off the top of my. What models are you hanging out with where you met their parents? I always like to meet a model's parents before <laughs> I know anything about them. Right. Frankly, you know what I do when I meet them? Hmm. I look in their mouth. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I want to look. I want to see the teeth. Like, how good are these models? Yeah, I just I count, the, test I count the teeth. Right. Why do you look a horse in the mouth? Because you don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth. But presumably you would look at a purchased horse in the mouth. To make sure that they... Uh, brush? They brush... That they, <laughs> that they have the enough teeth to chew the amount of hay they're going to need to chew. Is that what it is? And carrots. Is it... Are you seeing that they have enough teeth? Or are you counting their it's teeth? A, no, no. You need to make sure they have a nice smile. <laughs> Haven't you right. seen Mr. Ed? Yeah. I think it's don't count a gift horse teeth. In the mouth. Before you count it, them yes. on their, in their butt. In the hand. Oh, yes. A gift horse's mouth in the hand is worth, worth two in your bush. Two gift horses in the bush. Yeah. <laughs> I, you, I don't watch porn. Do so. you know who would know the answer to this question, though? <clears throat> oh, don't tell me. David Huntsberger. Yes. Yes. Okay. I think he would know. I'm beginning to get toasty hot in my... Honey, J Lo on clearance jacket that I bought 14 years ago that's been hanging. This jacket is a testament. If this jacket says, "Hey Marie Kondo," hey, yeah, get the fuck out of here, bitch. That's where Tony plays a drop. Hey Marie Kondo, hey, fuck off. (laughs) Oh, good. You are. You want to be a regular? I know the. I know all the drops. Hey Marie Kondo, hey, fuck the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, oh, I did. I pull, I didn't pull up my Daniel drops. Uh, do we have to start over? Mm. I'll do the drops. Okay. Hey, me- Marie Kondo. Hey, hey, hey! Go fuck yourself. Yeah, but Tony, for real, play it somewhere in here. But anyway, she's all like, touch everything and throw it out. I think that's that's her. That's her catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's her catchphrase. You can get T-shirts that say that. Touch everything and throw it out. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then it's just a picture of a trash can with like a, the lid open and like just a full ting. of stuff. Yeah. Just overflowing with, with stuff. handprints all over it. Yeah. Um, but this fashionable jacket, mm-hmm. not to be confused with Greg Jeller's, Greg Jeller's, Greg, Greg Heller's, Jeller. <laughs> Greg Heller's fashion jacket, this fashionable piece of apparel, mm-hmm. uh, hung in my closet for years and years and I never wore it and I was like I should just throw this out I'm not ever gonna wear it why didn't you wear it I don't know it didn't feel right so what happened to you to make you feel like it felt right like what changed in you mm. that merged that where the jacket became you know became something that worked for you wow you're a real yeah Charlie Rose aren't you I, I really but go before there before the accusations with Diane Sawyer I'm like you're a real Cokie Roberts. Yeah, that's what I am. <coughs> Remind me that I have something I want to say about. Oh shit, Leslie Stahl. I think is the one I'm thinking love, of. I love her. Okay, do you? <laughs> I I think she's great. Okay, remind me. I have something. I need to yeah. make. I need to make a list. This is getting out of control. Okay, I got to make a. I already have a list. Okay, I'm gonna add to my list. Okay, I wanted to say thoughts. Re. D Eps because I was starting with that and then I was going to address my voice which I feel like who really cares no one cares about that yeah Um, and then Leslie Stahl Mm -hmm. and then what I was going to say right now what was I going to say do you think when she goes to a public restroom she thinks to herself this is Leslie Stahl Stahl no but I know that you know she does every time you know she does Leslie Stahl okay do your um do you remember the r- r- riddle word palindrome thing that totally stumped your mom? And it was like a Scientologist. Oh, it was like <laughs> Leah Remini. Leah Remini, see an enemy. 
It's like, hey, Leah, Leah Remini, <laughs> oh, yeah. I see. Right. It was like, this is what you say to uh, a famous Scientologist, ex-Scientologist when you're on a boat and you see a uh, a, 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 a fish that eats sea urchins or sea, sea, sea life. You go, hey, Leah Remini, I see a sea anemone enemy. I, you know, listen, folks. This is and this is free. Imagine, <laughs> imagine what you get on Patreon. On, uh, on Patreon, patreoncom slash And wait a minute. Yes. Where's the part that accounts for the enemy? Well, the enemy of the sea anemone is what is the predator that eats. But did you mention <laughs> predator in your? Did you this. mention yes. predator in yes. your? Rewind the tape. You did. Okay. <laughs> Well, I said that. <laughs> um, listen, we've gone on too long about the sea and enemy enemy. But I remember you told your mom, and she's like, "Oh, shut up!" Like I think she took it personally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure she gets all my jokes. You know, it's I'm a not hard sure thing. It's a joke. Well, or thank you, Jesus Christ. I, I see how it is. Oh, I know. I was saying what changed in me. Yeah, that's right. The jacket that I was wearing for a long time, the blue one, that yeah. I still like, <coughs> was a maternity coat. I just kept wearing it after maternity. And then I saw myself in a reflection, and I was like, this is not the most flattering coat for me anymore because it is like But before you were pregnant, you didn't wear this jacket. No, then I had a different jacket that I'm not ready to get back into yet. Didn't you wear a jacket like this when yes, you met? Yes, I am such a fan of faux fur collars. Yeah. I'm like, you know how I always say I'm like 90% Truvia and 10% I can't believe it's not butter or vice mm -hmm. versa? Mm -hmm. Bring the I can't believe it's not butter down by 2% and add 2% of fake fur collars yeah. because I have been wearing these for a long... I've, I had a whole entire coat that was black fake fur and I used to joke that it was made out of um, poodle or gorilla. <laughs> Isn't that fun? The, oh, God. <laughs> the yucks. I wish I could have been there when you said that to somebody at a party. Yeah. Just to see the laughter. Just think of like Just, a chunky, insecure gal trying to blend in in a humongous gorilla coat, hoping men will like her for her stupid jokes. In yeah. Orange County. And you found him. <laughs> anyway, um... That's what changed. What changed is, and also I feel like this is, I feel like the 90s are back in style mm -hmm. and I am here for it, girlfriend. Is that a 90s looking coat? I don't know. Maybe. I don't actually, I the 90s are weird because it's the like 2000s, to me. Maybe it's the 2000s that are in style. I don't know. It's just all my the, old yeah, clothes. Yeah, the 2000s are back. Not 90s. I don't know. You know, like the low rider pants. Although I feel that's already I don't like that, out. but I do like the boot cut pants and I know that you don't. Not a fan, but go ahead. Okay, so anyway, my voice is still messed up, and I need to take a sip of something. Bootcut is better than those pants that got you see guys wearing, where it's like baggy at the thigh, and then it tapers really, really skinny at the calf. Oh, Have that you sounds seen those awful. Pants? No, are they? You in, see those I'm, like a skaters and stuff where oh. those, and it's like, what are you like a W D Griffin? Like one of these, like those, like you know how they would wear those crops. <sighs> It looks they look like riding crops, except W D Griffin. Are you thinking of the D. Guy who Griffin. Did intolerance? D. W. Griffin, right? Griffin. Griffith. I'm a film student. Intolerance. You, you would think right? I would know this. And Birth of a Nation? Yes. D. W. Griffith. No, his brother or his cousin. Oh, Griffin. Mark Kramer? <laughs> no. Listen, I got it the name wrong. I don't know if you know this about <laughs> w. me. W D honey. Griffin. That's it. W D forty. Uh I am terrible with names. Yeah, I know. Like we can, I can watch a show. I can watch a whole semester of a show, <laughs> and uh, at the end of it, uh, won't know the main characters' names. Really? This is why I have trouble with certain books, especially like reading like Game of Thrones or these books where you have like multiple characters with very similar names. Right. Like I can't even keep basic ass names straight like uh, just names it's too abstract did you have trouble with ivana and ivanka i sometimes forgot who was no there. but like i think <laughs> i just i don't i don't do well with that level of abstraction we should have like sounds 
for everyone should be called the sound of their face. Oh, what would I be called? <laughs> yeah. that, I believe. <laughs> what would you be? Like, uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking right? too. Uh, that's my face. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, no, that is the sound. It's, <laughs> I didn't make it's not my, I didn't come up with that. <laughs> what would Elliot be? Yes, yes, no one is going to get it but us. And what about Owen? Uh, Let me think first what it would Well, be. will you tell me what Owen is? He. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, let's do other faces. Okay. Who's someone that they would know that we know? Uh, I don't know. Big Bird. Big Bird? That's, yeah. Okay, right. anyway. Um... It's good stuff. I'm gonna shell. I'm gonna shelve Leslie Stahl for a moment. Okay. Yeah, we Steph. should push that to the end so people listen to the whole episode. <laughs> so here's the thing. <clears throat> I've been doing these episodes with you. Yeah. And just I, lighting up the charts. We're number one with a bullet. What does that mean? Like you're killing other people. Number one with a bullet. I think like has to do with speed, thing. maybe. Oh, number one with a bullet is how. I, but maybe I'm wrong. Number one with a like with a bullet, like it went, like it rocketed to the top. Yeah, I don't know though. It doesn't quite make sense. I'm gonna Google it. Mm. Um, okay, number one with a bullet is a police detective film, which is not what I'm. Oh, so it's a reference to a thing, not necessarily. No, I, th- I think the other one came first. Okay, Billboard magazine's charting system. Um. Yeah, it means rapid progress in the charts. So you're right. It still doesn't quite make sense. It doesn't explain why. But a bullet was like an icon next to it. Oh, number one with a bullet. Yeah, because yes. I was like, it, it's more like number one like a bullet. Or number it, one attached, uh, taped to a bullet. Right. Someone tapes the number one to a bullet and then shoots it. It had to be a small one. Yeah. That does make sense now. Now that I think about it. Uh, Gavin Newsom posted something on Instagram about how California is truly the freedom state. That's because you know why. I don't know why. He's trolling DeSantis because DeSantis in his like inauguration uh, was talking about how Florida is the freedom state. So... I feel like when you do that, you're like chumming the waters for a lot of trollish comment. Uh-oh. I feel like anything he <laughs> tweets or anything he puts out there, he's going to get trollish comments. Though. Yeah. Because there's just like a lot of, uh, you know, the right wing loves to hate on that guy. I'm going to call it right now. Mm. I might need to go in and get my inhaler or my various. Honey, if you need to do that, do it. Various sprays tonics um therapeutic agents your therapeutics my, <laughs> i feel like there should be a word for all of that my um pharmaceuticals i guess i don't know but anyway uh so there's a comment from someone that's like you call this the freedom state i can't even get a glock five with a blah blah blah, blah. and yeah you fucking can Okay, that's not, I don't even know what Glock 5 is. It sounds like a razor. But then someone else wrote, bro, DM me. And then I was just like, and then someone else wrote, good. Like, which is how I feel. But um, but what are they talking about? You can get Okay, that's the not state. the point. Right. Don't ing- Hey. Look, if you're- My gonna- feelings don't care about your facts. But I mean, okay, go ahead. Because um, I'm making it personal. All right, all right. So I was like, Fuck you to the guy who's like, bro, DM me. And then I, oh, I clicked on the bro, DM me guy. And he's like, seven, what does 1776 mean when someone has that as their- I think that's like an, like, you're just an insurrectionist type. You're like yeah. a so January 6th, uh, Alex Jones type. Right. So he's that guy. Yeah. The guy who said, bro, DM me. And I'm like, is this guy actually like trafficking guns or what's going on? Um, and is it safe to, like, are you allowed to solicit? guns on instagram you probably are but i don't know yeah because i remember i remember people saying that like all sorts of abortion stuff was being erased off of facebook like telling people where they could still get legal abortions was being erased off facebook but gun stuff wasn't but anyway (coughs) 
and then I clicked on the, I was like, let me, what's the deal with this guy who was trying to buy the gun? Mm -hmm. And he's followed by two people that I know in Orange County. And I'm like, oh my God, who is this? I think I know that I probably know this person. He has a name that doesn't, I mean, his name's Bill, but his other name, his screen name is something else. Mm -hmm. Should I request him? On the show? Private account. Yeah. (laughs) Bill. For Thursday Come get show? your gun. No. Should I befriend him just to see who it is? Just and to then find out unfriend how him. Yeah. Because he would see me and then he'd be like, oh, she knows these people. I've got to see who this person is. Out of Why? Curiosity. Who cares? Because I want to know. But do you need to know how you get a Glock whatever? No, no, no. Not the guy who's selling it. The guy who's trying to buy one. Do you, so you need to know someone who's trying to buy a gun? I need to know who's trying to buy one. What is a Glock 5 anyway? People, it's a gun. Is it a, it's a, it's a is it an Armalite? Oh, it's a well, handgun. I mean, I don't know. I don't know guns. Glock. It's just like a, it's like a, a handgun. Oh, so it's not one of the ones that where you'd be like, why does someone need that? I, I mean, mean you you'd be like, yes, I know, but, but it's not an AR. No, 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 no. Oh. Wait, what is he saying then? No, I don't know. You could get. He said, I can't get it with a regular magazine capacity. Oh, well, well, they might limit. Okay, so they might limit the capacity here in California, but it's like not hard. Dude, just drive four hours. That's what you did. And you can get you can get it in Arizona or probably Nevada. Like, what's the big deal? You can probably get it sent to you. I don't know what the laws are, but. Okay, we're not trying to sell guns here. I just don't. I think that they complain a lot and it's. I, sometimes I wonder, like, what are you complaining about? Like, it's not, there aren't, these restrictions you're talking about are not there. But good. I know. So anyway, <clears throat> I just thought that was interesting that this person who riled my, rifled, r- rifled through my feathers. Oh, yeah. They're it turns out that I have a connection with him, except maybe that's kind of how social media, no, it wasn't like this comment was shining brighter than the others. I it do wasn't find like, that sometimes. I'll, I, I, that like that it, it, it serves you. I know. Well, I I had a I saw a tweet from someone recently that was just a real trollish, and then I saw a bunch of people I follow follow them, and, it's just, and yeah, you wonder like what? Well, that it? movie with um, Vincent Kartheiser, Pete Campbell from Don Draper. Yeah, <laughs> Pete Campbell from. Was Don that the Draper. name of the movie? <laughs> from I'm the lo- Don Draper show, <laughs> um, the social. Not the social network. What was it called? I can't remember. But um, that showed how the algorithm works and stuff. It does try to give you things that it knows is going to bother you. Well, no, I know that. But it's it's weird. The weird part is that it gave me something that bothered me. And then the person who is clearly a troll was followed by people I like. Right. That is weird. That's always weird to me. Um, so the thing that I was going to say is I've been doing these shows with you. And I have been enjoying them immensely. And I like at this point in my career and in my podcasting career, I feel like I really want to pay attention to what excites me as a creative person. And I like go with my gut because there are times with this show that I've not listened to my gut. Like other people's voices have gotten in my head. uh, And so I've been like, huh. You know, I really liked this person coming on the show, but so many people are saying they don't think that they're the right fit. Maybe, you know, like, and I look back and I regret that. I regret it because the truth is I, I know, you know, it's good for your show. I know better than anyone else. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not going that far. Oh, okay. I mean, you learn to you learn what to take in. I'm not saying that I never want to listen to feedback because, of course, I want to listen to feedback. But I, but if I have a strong feeling about something, I want that to be the loudest voice, sure. probably. So, I and also, you know, as someone we know said, you want to keep evolving, you want to keep growing. Um, Just real, yes. real. My philosophy on that is better to fail on your terms than to fail on another person's terms oh you think i'm gonna fail no but it's like you don't know what's gonna happen but nothing is worse than than going by someone else's advice and failing yes you it's like so hard to live with that but i can live well that happened to me with with, you know i've done a couple pilots that didn't go which by the way fits 
I don't feel shame about it, but I do feel like, oh, bummer. But then I meet people who are like, I've pitched 14 shows and the yeah. 15th one. And it's like, mm. I remember I'm dropping a name, but Rhett Reese yeah. was like, he said that when he talks to film students, he says, you have to be like Terminator. I haven't seen it, but my understanding just is like, going. you get destroyed and then you could just rise up and yeah. come back together. Yeah. Whereas I was like, I'm going to take a break for a while. Uh, that's great advice. Creatively, it's so much better to just have an attitude, a light, like a lightness with each project. Yeah. Like y- your whole soul isn't in one thing. Like it's like, okay, next thing, adaptable. Right. You know, you can kind of move w- with where things are going. If you're like that, you're going to be so much more successful in this business. Right. So to me, this show, these shows feel like an even new kind of thing that is emerging <coughs> from the cesspool pile of yeah. dung. Yeah. The dung heap That's where I that was. is Alison Rosen's junior best friend. I was lying in that cesspool. And I <laughs> said, hey, I can polish that turd. Yes, you said that to me. <laughs> I did. That was I said, in our vows. I said, I can put lipstick on that pig. Yes. Um, no. I... So it feels like new and different. I think because we're doing the video aspect of it and the calls. I don't know. So I just feel like I want to like go with this and see where it goes. However. Lots of negative feedback. No, there's only been positive feedback. But still. Henceforth. No, they love it. Do they? Therefore. No, um, they do. They like it. Uh, But. Not booking an interview and sitting down and doing that whole thing that I've been doing every single week for 13, no, 11 years on this show. Yeah. It feels like I'm shirking my duty. Yeah. And because this is so easy and so comfortable because it's not hard. Like in the past when something fell through or when I didn't have a guest or for whatever reason, when we were in a pinch I would ask, I would say, let's just do a, a Allison and Daniel show. It yeah. was like what I would fall back on. Yeah. So the fact that now I'm opting, because I'm like saying I'm not going to book a guest this week because I'm going to get, I'm going to do it with Daniel because I enjoy it. Yeah. It feels like maybe because it's easy, I should be like forcing myself to do the other thing. And then I think to myself, <coughs> By the way, yeah. this is such an off-air conversation that I'm having on air, but you know I like to let everyone in on my yep, process. That's what they love. <laughs> but then I think I am 11 years into this. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to give up doing interviews. No, you, you know, just... I'm just but but I think if a few if for a few weeks I do this because it's fun and then I you know, and I see what this is, I don't think that hurts anything and I think everyone's enjoying it. I'm just saying I don't know even know why I brought it up. Huh. Interesting. Right in if you, you know think? why she brought it up. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F show yeah. at gmail.com. Uh, no, I think that uh, as long as you don't give up on the other thing. Oh, I wouldn't. I, I would never, though. It's such a part of me and yeah, it's part so of the show. Yeah, so then I don't think, I don't see there's anything wrong with that. Unless, you know, unless I'm bringing the show down. No. That's always been my worry coming on from the beginning was that like, this is your thing and you're so good at it and it's so good and i'm not really somebody who has designs to be a a talent on camera or anything like that or on mic here's the thing you're so. a regular <clears throat> excuse me you're a regular on the thursday show yeah. so people know you at this point and i think on a you know on monday when they're like oh it's allison and daniel it's like sitting down with friends and hearing friends and i think right I think culture has shifted a little bit and I think people want that. They want friends and they want true crime. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, are you going to tell them about our, our true crime angle now? I don't know what that is. We're going to start talking about true crime. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all about it. Uh, let's listen to a call. Okay. Hey, Daniel and Allison, or Allison and Daniel, because it is her show. I'm just calling to apologize for my last message, which you read. I apologize to all the listeners out there who had to endure listening to that. I don't know what went, what, what went. Okay. Oh, so this, do you remember the, the one where you couldn't hear what yes. you're saying? Okay. Yeah. Right. Wrong. But I was trapped at a trampoline park called Airtopia Ooh. where I have to sit there for one to two hours while my nine-year-old plays dodgeball on trampolines and then comes over and demands an IC. That's what I was trying to say. 
Uh, I said also that my New Year's resolution was to lose weight, which is pretty cliche, and that uh, I am adherent to that quads method, which includes putting your sleeves over the shoulders of your sweaters when you hang them up, which I have found to be a game changer because now I have those little marks or whatever on the shoulders from the hanger. So thank you for that. I'm looking forward to learning more quads methods in the future and uh, I appreciate the card you all sent out thank you very much and again Sasha in San Antonio y'all take care now bye alright we did Christmas cards I'm, I'm loving that call <coughs> certain Antonio, patron people, levels received them San Antonio does feel like a place that would have a trampoline park yeah um, one of the things that I really like about m- sort of mountain states I found and I'm sure this is throughout the Midwest as well, is it gets really cold. And so there's lots of uh, activity places that are indoors. I grew up in a place where everything was outdoors. And so it's fun and novel to go to a water park, for example, that's all indoors. That's really neat to me. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, a trampoline park sounds... I would definitely break all of my bones in a trampoline park, though. You know what I'm sitting here thinking? You're thinking about me breaking my bones in a trampoline park? No. <clears throat> I'm thinking about how I mentioned that we sent cards to patrons at a certain level and how the patrons who are not at that level, I don't want them to feel bad or feel left out. But the truth is to send a card to every single patron would be... That'd be- Cost prohibitive. <laughs> Cost prohibitive and also just labor, labor prohibitive. Prohibitive. And also to collect because people at a certain level give us their address. So I did it to the to the the twenty five dollar and up level. That's where you get like the the unofficial no, the official unofficial I forget what I call it, but the fan club level where you get stuff when you sign up. Yeah. You get a you know merch I think and stuff. And then qualifies as stuff. Yeah. We hadn't really sent stuff for a Right. Year. And then I also included the confidant level because those are the people I, that I text with because that's a manageable, yeah, still a lot, but it's a manageable number, and I could just send a text as you know, getting addresses, but to have to collect the address of everyone, that would have been a job too big for me. But that doesn't mean we don't love you. But we love I we I know I just don't want them to feel unappreciated because yeah. I appreciate them so much, guys. It's just a picture. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Guess what's happening now? I might sneeze, but also Are you I'm going to get take, your pharmaceuticals. No, I'm going to take my coat off. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, insert Tony. Insert some like French uh, stripper music. Do you know French strippers and what kind of music they play? Isn't it like? Oh, oh my god! I feel like, like I feel like I'm in a Parisian strip club. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I'm in the Montmartre district. That's this is really to- Toulouse Lautrec. I'm just gonna throw all the be- uh, escargot. Wee oui, wee. Oui. When I think I've taken it all off, now I'm just wearing oh, two layers. You need to see now. You need to go to the video to see YouTube.com/slash Allison Rosa to see my strip My oh, what does it say right at the top of this pad of paper? Robe life. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, Allison so is into, really. I've, I never. There is no floor to the lazy life of <laughs> Allison. Uh, yeah, you're. The thing about a robe to me is like there are. There's a kind of robe where you can wear it around the house and still sort of seem uh-huh. like you're not. Uh, a vagrant. It's not even that. It's like uh, giving up on life. No, it, 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 down on your luck. No, a uh, a housewife from the the gr- my grandmother from the forties. Okay. You know what I mean? Like hair hair rollers and mm-hmm. a big fluffy bathrobe. Yeah, but that's not the one I have. You have a big fluffy bathrobe. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there are certain ones that make you not look like that. Right. I don't have one. Although of I'm those. trying to think. That, like I'm not sure there is a version of a bathrobe that can be worn around the house. Uh, that 
is acceptable. You woke up and chose violence. Like, you, <laughs> like if you haven't just gotten out of the bath, I'm saying. Yeah. Like if you just got out of the shower, that's fine. Ba- a bathrobe, totally acceptable. Or if you had like a, a, a sauna or something, you know, you know what I'm saying. Uh, or if you were boxing. Mm. But otherwise, uh, not a good look. Not even for Hugh Hefner. Like I'm trying to think of. So famous wait, I have been wearing this robe around the house. Yeah, well, but I mean, and like, have you just been thinking to yourself, like, oh god? But uh, <laughs> yeah, we've crossed that threshold <laughs> so long ago. Like, like I think early in the pandemic when you just decided there are only two shirts I'm going to wear. <laughs> That's it. Uh, like this shirt and this shirt. Every day. Uh, and one of those shirts, by the way, has your face on it. I know. <laughs> you <wear laughs> your own. But it shows me. I have to say this. Your, the shirts that you had for merch, they're good quality shirts. I wear them. I know. Yeah. It's super comfortable. It's a um, perfect pandemic shirt. So uh, anyway, <laughs> it's all right. So anyway, yeah. So you don't look at me anymore. So anyway. I don't, I don't look at you that way anymore. <laughs> so there's nothing lost is okay. what I'm saying. Well, I've never really been a robe person. I know this came up on the show. Tony's nickname was briefly No Robe Tony because he doesn't wear robes except in Japan. Oh, yeah. How does he feel about this new you? <laughs> he doesn't. This is the first he's hearing when he does this episode. So anyway. Do you think he'll quit? Because you're I, all I, robe might... Allison. <laughs> you're like only robe Allison. Well, I'm he's bal- no robe Tony. I'm balancing it out. So anyway, listen. I've never really understood the bathrobe thing. I like a bathrobe in a hotel, but for me, I always thought a robe takes the place of a towel. Yes, that's the one time I will accept a bathrobe. I always thought a robe takes the place of a towel. In a hotel. So you towel off, and then you put on a robe, and then you toddle out to your room, and then you like enjoy some room service or do whatever your hotel room activities are. You lounge around, but it's sort of like, I do not like to take a bath. I've tried a thousand times. I get in the bath. You don't know how to do it. You like you go you go on your stomach and then you're like I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I dangle my feet spl- over the edge. Lots of splashing. Right. So no, yeah. I get in the bath and I'm like, ah, oh, now what? So that's how I feel. Because and then I gotta get know out how, to yeah. be off my phone. Yeah, you need constant stimulation. Right. So um in that's how I've always felt about a bathrobe. Like, right. oh, this is cozy and fun. Now, now what? I just want to put on my clothes. So, but what you discovered is you can put your clothes on and then put the robe yes. over the clothes. Yeah, it's such game. It's changer. basically a jacket. It's like it's a ha- it's a coat for your house. It's a house coat. But they have those. I know. I gotta look at look them up. So anyway, <clears throat> it's so cold in the morning. I was like, I've got to get a robe. All the other moms have robes. I, I grew up with a ro- a a, mo- a robe mom. But it was like oh, a was she? yeah. It, she would wear a silk, a silky rope that matched rope, a silky robe that matched her um, nightgown underneath. She had like a set. It was a set. Of course, I would expect nothing less. Yeah. So anyway, but I mean, always. And yeah. also, you know, Christine Daae in Phantom of the Opera puts on a robe that perfectly fits her. Well, but she was an opera singer, so backstage, you know, you put you the robe, robe on because you got to put your makeup. You can't have your costume on. Yeah. Well, I'm a podcaster, and when I wake up in the morning and have to get the kids ready, it's cold in the house. <laughs> I need something cozy, so I'm like, I need a robe. Yeah. And then I I have this humongous fluffy white robe in my closet that I've never. It's comically it's, fluffy. It's like. Touch it and then throw it out. Marie Kondo's book would say to get rid of it. It's like if someone were making a parody of a, <laughs> of of a, a fluffy grandma robe. That's what you have. Elliot and Owen are like, you look like a marshmallow. Well, all, because you also have slippers that match. So you yeah. have these fluffy white slippers. <laughs> I don't you, wear them very You often. look, yeah, you look like, I mean, no offense. You look like the Stay Puff marshmallow. <laughs> so anyway, I, ro- I wore that a couple times. But to me, that's a bathrobe. Because I thought it was yes, terry it's cloth. Bad. It's actually not terry cloth. And then I was like, I need to get a... The, who, who, this is so fucking boring. Oh, fuck. No, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> uh, 
Oh my god! Once you said terry cloth, my brain just like could feel the cells melting. You know, like losing. Let me wrap it up. Let me yes. wrap it up. So I bought a, a one that I thought was attractive on Amazon. It is sleek. It's not warm enough. So then I have. I'm back to the marshmallow. My favorite thing when I when I'm done with work, I go in, I put on my pajamas or my pandemic uniform and then I put it over it. It's like wearing a blanket. I love it so much. I think that like dance with the one you're with, the marshmallow is who I'm with. But you can get one that isn't so ridiculously fluffy, <laughs> you know. They- but what if I don't like it? <laughs> the fear in your eyes, my god. Uh, it's just I didn't sign up for this. What did you think you were getting? I guess I wasn't really thinking it through. Yeah. You know, there are certain people who are like, um, little wifey, I'll give you an allowance if you can still fit into the wedding dress on our oh, first, anna- first anniversary. And we're not those people. We had no rules. But maybe we can be. Do you still wear Breathe Right strips at night? Yes. Do you do any anti-snoring behavior? I try. Like what? I turn on my side. When I wake you up and say, "Well, uh, (laughs) I know. How are you going to? I, and this brings me to my voice, um, (coughs) had such a coughing fit last night. I was doing that thing where I was like, like you, couldn't, you, you've I mean, been coughing I mean, in such a way that it's like you can't even breathe, which is scary. I don't know if it's asthma because I I've never been asthmatic. Um, yeah. My dad is though, but yeah, I I had a coughing attack the other night where I um, it's like my whole system was set on cough eject, so I was trying to suck in air, but it's like the the pipe everything was shut. It was like. And I, it was scaring me, and I calmed myself down, and I was able to get in some air. And then Daniel was with me, and uh, I took a sip of water and just like bounced. It just fell right back out of my mouth. It's it was, like my throat was shut or yeah. something. I don't know. It was the weirdest thing. But <coughs> I knew that if I could calm down, I would be able to get air in. But like not being able to breathe was making me nervous. It was frightening. It's terrifying. So something happened like that last night. Yeah. But. It didn't really scare me to the same degree, but I was just like, oh, God, how long am I going to sit here coughing? You were just snoozing away. (laughs) You and Wendy. I know. Fucking. (laughs) I mean, it would have been sad if I woke up and And you were gone. gone, uh, And then you've been like, oh, and then kind of, oh, new possibilities. You've already thought it through, right? What happens if I if you're gone? Yeah, I told you, ladies, I want him to be happy, and it's fine if you remarry. I want you to remarry, but remarry. Yeah, you know, (laughs) once bitten. Yeah, Um, it's fine if you hook up with someone, shack up. It's fine if you love again. I don't want you to hold a torch for you forever, but for a decent amount of time. Um. No, I told you to wake me up if it was serious, so if you couldn't breathe. You did? When did you tell that to me? The first time it happened. Tell me tell me what you said cuz I don't remember this at all. I said if it's serious, wake me up. Like if you if you're worried, wake me up. Oh, thank you. I I'm a very deep sleeper. <laughs> this is the problem for you. <laughs> I can't imagine that. I could I know you you barely sleep. Like <laughs> when you sleep, it's just like, the most surface level sleep. I wish you would get one of those things that measures you. Cause I bet you it's just like the most surface sleep all night. Like I'll get into bed and mm-hmm. I will like be like, you know, if you're asleep, I'll get in bed. I'll be, and then I'll, I'll, I'll make the, the horrible mistake <laughs> of like just turning slightly and you'll just be like, Oh, <laughs> oh and then you sit up. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> what you made me do you know <laughs> is that what i sound like it, there's a lot of huffing is there really but maybe you just huff is there huffing i mean it's, it feel it's i sense huffing is you sense it you feel it but are you hearing it there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of messages being sent my way with the with the breathing and the sitting up the way you do it 
for real, how do I really do it? Um, <laughs> there, there's always a, d- a deep uh, this. Uh, yeah, but maybe you do that every time. I don't know. I'm usually asleep. What? So I really exhale like I'm annoyed. Yeah, and then I check my phone. Always check your phone first thing. <coughs> Did you miss anything? <laughs> Never. In the five minutes you were asleep? <laughs> I, know, I, I just set it down. Yeah. <laughs> That's the last thing I see before I go to bed. And the first thing I see when I wake up. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Twitter, TikTok, whatever you're looking at. That brings me to a question. Yeah. Do you have your phone set to dark mode? Uh, no. Have you noticed that like all the young people do? No, why would I? Why, when am I around young people? <laughs> <laughs> when they post screen caps and screen grabs and things. Oh, I don't like dark mode unless I'm either, like in a movie theater or something. Why are they? Why do they all have it? Are they gonna find themselves at a rave or something? What's going on? I don't know. I don't like looking at white text on a dark background. But did ditto, girlfriend. But why? Why is it so popular among them? I'm beginning. You know how like. YouTube.com slash Allison Rosen. Maybe it's like sunglasses. Maybe it's cool. This is how old people make a heart. And then like, what's this? Wait, is that how I did it? I don't know what you're talking about. There's some way that like. Don't they do this? That's. They go like this. With the thumbs. Right? No, that's how like millennials make a heart. And then Gen X. Gen Z makes a heart. Some I'm forgetting how Gen Z even. Oh, this is like so the gen the younger generations have defined the way they do hand hearts. They make hearts out of their hand in a certain way, and they do dark mode, and they part their hair in the middle. Well, good for them. You know, I guess in a life that's devoid of meaning, or in a a society that robs us of meaning, you got to find it somewhere, and that's where they found it. Thinking of springing for a lozenge, but I feel like. That's like you're a pro, honey. I think you can do it. You think I can have a lozenge in my mouth and talk into the mic? I don't know if I can. It'll rattle around in your in your mouth. I know. No one wants to hear that. Tony can take out all the rattles. He no, can he just can't. go in and just pinpoint those sounds. Let's take a break for one second. Oh, okay, a little yeah. intermission. Yeah. Okay. Dun 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 Hi guys, I'm just blowing my nose. You can keep going. I'm doing a sound alike. I know of girlfriend Ipanema. Yeah, but I don't want to get sued. But good thing you're not doing it super well. We're on camera. <laughs> what was what that was just a little a little a little, snot. Mu- a little mucus. Oh on god, that's so gross. I actually don't think it's gross. I'm just doing that for for the people. It's amazing what has stopped being gross to me after having kids. Still. Other people's mucus is super gross. I I'm not okay with it. <laughs> Other people's mucus is gross, but when Owen has a giant oh booger in his nose, yes. I am I, like, I cannot rest until I, know, I get that fucking thing out of his I know. nose. I am like, it drives, I just like, I gotta fucking get that fucking thing out of there. I know, me too. And that, like, I'll be, he'll be like, no. And I'll be like chasing him around yeah. his room, basically. Like, like I'm on a, man, I'm like, I'm crazy. Yes. And then I tell myself, he's a tiny person. He has bodily autonomy. It's not hurting him. And it might actually be hurting him for a giant marshmallow to be chasing him around his room, demanding that I like, get at his nose. Yeah. So I got to just let it go. But it is like, what's something you can't let go? It's like something you can't let go of. Like, yes, I know. I became, I become obsessed too. It's, oh my God. I know. So if there's something you wanted to, yes, there is something I wanted to do. This has flown by. I know. It's crazy. I need to talk to you guys about better help. Uh, this show, Alison Rosen is your new best friend, is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things, but sometimes life 
gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to, working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. I'm such a huge fan of therapy. You know this. I, Daniel, I want you to get into therapy or I want you to get back, back into, into therapy. therapy. I know yeah. I need to. Because I, it helps me so much. I just want everyone around me to no. be helped. Look, I, I'm being a little bit facetious. It's good. Uh, it's really good. Be, uh, therapy. Oh, yeah. My ex begged me to get into therapy. I never oh. did it. And then I got into therapy with you and I was like, oh, she was right. I should have done this. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just, it, it's just a huge, it's a huge help. It makes you feel both feel better and it helps it makes huge improvements in your life in your relationships etc uh so if you're thinking of giving therapy a try better help is a great option it's convenible <laughs> and flexient it's convenient flexible and affordable uh and it's entirely online you just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time no additional charge if you want to live a more empowered life therapy can get you there Visit betterhelp.com slash best friend today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, better com slash best friend. Okay, so uh, let's play another call. Hey, Allison and Daniel. This is Christina, a longtime listener and Patreon subscriber. Love the holiday card. First, Daniel, please take no offense to what I'm about to say. Oh, no. I consider you so far above this category of creature. I'm calling in to tell the mediocre white man to fuck off with his unearned competence and lame-ass ideas. It has been a week filled with them at work, and I have had it. So, unfoundedly confident, mediocre white men, go fuck yourself. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Love you both and the show, and send my love to the kids. Thank you. Thank you, Christina. I, uh, I, I actually feel the same way. Uh, this, the I solicited calls. <coughs> I said, all right, it's lozenge time. Fuck it. There you go. Fuck it, people. Well. Do we need a lozenge time drop, Tony? All right, let's see. How how bad does it look? You can't even see it, right? No, but they can hear it rattling around. Listen, people. Man, no. it mean you, we're lucky you have a voice at all. You you couldn't you couldn't talk. I barely had one. I got you know what I got to do. What? <coughs> I got to go into low battery mode. Okay, all right, here we go. So this is where I just speak like this. Okay, all right. It's like ASMR, except ASMR makes me want to kill myself. Um, okay, or unalive myself, as they say. So anyway, mm-hmm. I put out a call. I said, "Let us know your favorite condiment. Let us know who you think needs to f off, and we'll let you know if we agree." Mm-hmm. And I put some other questions too, but I can't remember what they are right now. I would say with the comment about mediocre white men with unearned confidence, the thing I've been thinking about is like how much that really is the problem in our society. So much of so much of what when I think of the people who annoy me the most consistently, it's that. It's mm. these it's these guys. I've had so many in my life uh, who are, who are, you know, generally, and no offense to anyone who didn't go to college because I don't think that really is, is, there's plenty of really great people who didn't go to college. I'm not trying to judge people, but these people almost never went to college, but they have huge egos. And so it's this like deadly combination of like, having a huge opinion of themselves and then also not the understanding of the limits of what they know. Yeah. Uh, and a distrust of experts because they, f- they feel like I've gotten this far, you know, and I know a lot of people are thinking of a certain someone, but I mean, I, I can name a dozen mm-hmm. guys like this in my life. And uh, it's just like, I just want, they, they all need to be humbled. This is like mm. everyone needs to be humbled, but they most of all. I need to be it's the opposite of I need to be heralded. Yeah. I need to be heralded. Some people are humbled too much and I think I feel yeah. like those guys were never humbled like right. properly, like their ego was never like checked mm. and now they're ruining all of our lives. Listen. I had said 
that I would address the Adam Carolla firing of <clears throat> Brian and Gina. We literally have four minutes <laughs> until we have to go relieve our nanny. I know. Um, so here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to do. I'm going to hit it very briefly, yeah. and then if people want to hear more of what I have to say about it, Patreon.com/slash Allison Rosen. All sorts of sure behind the scenes stuff. Um, there's I also do uh, bonus episodes called the Friend Zone. I I do Ask Me Anything. I'm very candid on there. Uh, there's love where you can. Text I could also me. just step out if you had more to say. You just wanted to say no. Okay. I, 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 uh, um, you can text me. I'll text you back. Yeah. You can see videos of the Thursday show. There's all sorts of stuff. So patreoncom Rosen. If you sign up for a year, you get two months free. If you do annual subscription, but so anyway, um. Before his annual State of the Union or State of the Podcast or whatever, like address he gives at the beginning of the year, uh, it turns out that he let Brian, drop guy, sidekick for 16 years, and Gina, um, though my my news girl replacement, uh, let them go. Had them come in. Hang on. Okay. (laughs) Hang on. Uh, And so my shit has just been lighting up. With people wanting to know what I think of it, yeah, uh, which I suppose is flattering, but <coughs> I found out the episodes are uploaded like the night before the official date of the episode, you know. Right. And so I found out that night because I got an email, yeah. like subject line "OMG" with a bunch of exclamation points. Yeah, I was very shocked. Yeah, I did not think he would ever do that. Yeah, um, I used to always say that I thought that Brian had immunity, um, <laughs> which is sort of my silly way of saying, like, I just don't think he would ever get rid of Brian because Brian's been there forever. Mm-hmm. And also just the optics of firing someone who is battling brain cancer, I would think he right. wouldn't want that, especially after, like, the optics of the what went down with me. Yeah. Um, so I was shocked That's kind of my statement on it. Um, Oh, what does that that mean? That means the camera's just on you now. Right, but why did it turn off? I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Should we turn it back? Why don't we turn it back on? Can you get up and turn it back on real fast? I I just wonder if we ran out of memory. Oh, well, then if it starts recording over the other one, that's okay. Sorry. Well, okay. This is uh, episode Interruptus. Uh, Daniel's camera just shut off and we do have to go inside right now. So I was in the middle of saying something. This is, I'm sorry, this is frustrating. This is to be continued. Well, you can finish. Well, I was just going to say, I don't, I don't know why he did it. Um, there's a kind of a couple different theories. Yeah. Uh, one would be, and but I have no inside information. Yeah. Speculation. So this is pure speculation. Yes. Uh, Maybe he has another deal somewhere, yeah. and but at the same time, it doesn't really make sense why he had to fire them at the time he did. Except he's kind of a creature of habit and does it right before the new year. But apparently, yeah. he like called them in as if they, I think as if they were going to work, and then like let them know and let them go. Which I feel like <laughs> happy new kudos year. on uh, doing it in person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not doing it by email, but like the third time. Set aside time to yeah. do it, but I don't know. I don't know how they feel about the say, way it was done. I, I will say this: my this is pure speculation, but my feel, my understanding of the guy is it's all about money. It's only ever about money yeah. and, or ego, right? Uh, and so there has to be another deal that's in the works. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. There's like something. There's some financial reason he did this. That's right. it. And then the other thing was, and my feeling at the the night that I heard about it was like in the way that I feel that my firing was just like a giant fuck you to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is kind of another fuck you to everyone. Like, oh, you like them? You like them on my show? Fuck you. And mm. also because I suspect in the same way that he, I think, sensed that I do not share his political views, I imagine he feels, even if they're not outspoken about it, he knows he, and so maybe he doesn't want to be saddled with two libs. I think he probably <laughs> hated the feeling that they were sitting there disagreeing with him. Yeah, which, by the way, I don't. Nec- I don't. I don't not understand that. Like, I get it. Sure. He, he. 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 You can tell that so much of the anger when he's going off on his rants is just that nobody like 
agrees with him. Yeah. <laughs> the the anger is mostly just people not it's the anger at people not thinking he right. is as wise as he thinks he is. So yeah, to your point, I think it's either money or ego. Okay. We totally have to go. I'm sorry to end yeah. the show so abruptly. Uh uh listen to my other podcasts. And uh, Daniel and I are going to go to a live wrestling event this oh week. So Shit's tune in Thursday for that. Okay, uh, I got, I'll go. Bye. I love you. Okay, bye. Love you. <laughs> bye, Daniel. Daniel just got up and left. Now it's just me. Hi, everyone. Uh, okay, I'm going to wrap up the show. Thank Everyone, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? time.